welcome to a new episode of Talkative with Ahmed. I'm your host Ahmed and we are recording, still recording and powered, proudly powered by Foundry, uh, your hybrid uh, creative social uh, space in downtown Dubai. And uh, uh, every time I meet an artist, I'd say this uh, at the beginning, like, oh, I'm so excited. I am very excited because the the people who, who sometimes contact me to be on the show or I contact them is because we had some energy. I believe in this cosmic energy and I believe that uh, if you have a chemistry, you have such a harmony in the interview and uh, unusually I don't send questions. So I get excited because I never been like, uh, I had never had a doubt about the uh, creativity of the individuals I meet as humans but also as artists. Today I am meeting uh, a beautiful artist who I met. I met also her wonderful, bless her, her mother. They are both artists and they are both in the creative scene and she is incredibly talented and every time I speak with her and every time I check her account and you will see you find her account on Instagram, I discover more things because she is she's extremely active she works all the time. I had the chance to chat with her on Instagram, on uh, WhatsApp and Instagram lately. And she's literally nonstop. She's like a bee of an artist of bee. And she works all the time. But that tells you how much passion she has. And so, well, it's called talkative because I talk a lot. But now let us meet my beautiful artist, a beautiful woman, a strong woman, a talented woman, Soraya. Soraya, hi. Hi, Ahmed. How are you? Thank you so much for such a generous introduction. I hope I can live up to it. <laughs> you are. You are. You are. How are you, Soraya? Very good. Thank you. I love being at Foundry. Yeah. I'm my favorite. I know. I know. We we actually had this chat before, and and, uh, and Foundry loves you. Oh, and you're now you. part of the family. Oh, and who, honored. who knows in the future what could happen? Yes. You know? Visualization is very important. Yes. Soraya, uh, you are from Pakistan. And I lately, we, we just chatted about this. We, I had the pleasure in Dubai, the one of the most beautiful things in Dubai is like you meet uh, creatives and talent from all around the world. And I was so honored because I kept meeting now. Uh, you're my third artist from Pakistan and women, strong, strong, talented women. Tell me about Suraya. First of all, Suraya, how, how long have you been in Dubai? Because uh, you live with, my, with your family. I mean, I, I've met your wonderful mother because she's also a patron of art. Yes, yes. She's a curator. She's written books on art. She's uh, more with the theory side of it rather than making. But she, she is very much an arts professional. And I have been here since I graduated. In fact, I, on my graduation day, I was actually in Dubai. Really? Uh, so it was 8th of December 2008. Okay, wow, well, you've <laughs> been a while. Then. Yeah, you've been here I a have, while. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I've traveled a lot in between, but mainly this is home. And before you graduated from? I graduated from Lahore. So I went to an arts college, yes. uh, Beacon House National University in Lahore. and Lahore's Which is one of the oldest and most prestigious schools. Yes. Because I think also... A National College of Arts yes. and Beacon House University. These are the top two in Lahore and in Pakistan. And National College of Arts is even older than uh, my university. In fact, it's there from the time the British made it. Yes. Uh, Rudyard Kipling, the famous author, um, he made his father actually made it. It was Mayo School and then became National College as government. And some of the most famous artists from Pakistan who have gone into auctions and shown at museums graduated from NCA. Yeah. 
Uh, and the one I went to B and U is quite interesting. They're, they're also very, very good. And they're more a little more conceptual in their yes. approach. And then I went to another art school after that, which is Slade School of Fine Art, which is in London. And uh, it's part of University College London, and it's considered one of the best art schools in Europe. And you finished your studies there, or you, uh, was there like I a... went there for my foundation training, and okay. I was looking at different postgraduate programs. But there's one reason I didn't take it up. Um, so a lot of the work being produced was very experimental, which is wonderful. But uh, the teachers told us that you know we don't have to necessarily work with our hands. Yes. And uh, some of my colleagues were literally getting a hold of canvases and burning them. And they said, these are very strong statements we're making about how we feel huh. and it's, it's performance and it's, it comes under different categories of art. And I, I, I really respect that, but I, I'm much more old fashioned. Like I, grow, growing up in Pakistan, I mean, I saw Persian manuscripts and yes. Shahnama and I saw the Quran and calligraphy Absolutely. and alif and drawing and making little birds and, yeah. you know, characters. And I said that, you know, for me, burning burning canvases is not art, but it's fun, but Absolutely. it's not the art I, I want can, to do. I can understand. Because so, also, it's like you're burning a chance to someone else's to learn from these uh, uh, arts. But it's, it, it's, so speaking about, you know, uh, coming from such a rich culture and such a rich country when it comes to, you have so many dialects and languages. And, and, and as an artist, I think it's, it, it, I feel that it has a strong effect because you 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 smell and literally you smell you eat you listen you dance the art that you do and we see that you have certain uh, there is something um, extremely uh, innovative in your art yet traditional if I'm am I correct because we see uh, because we spoke about this earlier we see trees and we see skies and we see, but then, within these lines, uh, you innovate, you're modern, you're current, you know, that's why actually you sell your art, you're actually, uh, again, this is something we'll, uh, we'll talk about, but you are actually very successful in selling your art, so tell me about, touch wood, oh, we have a lot of wood, T tell me about Suraya, the, uh, first of all, Suraya, the, the artist, what is the main inspiration to Suraya? Or when did you start, like you studied art, but at a young age you already knew what what you want to do in art? Uh, so from a young age, I, I didn't, I, I mean, I loved drawing and painting and I loved landscapes. Uh, I, I was exposed to Europe because my father, so this was in the late 80s, he was selling back then is very different from doing business now. He literally sure. had to get up and move with the family oh. to, to sell and he was trading in cotton. Oh, and yeah. so we would have to get up and pack our bags and it's not like now where you can send an email. Absolutely. So we were exposed to Europe and UK and different places and I thought they were stunning, like beautiful. I saw really amazing things. I saw churches and I love the winter of Europe. Like the, the trees had no leaves, yes. you know, just shed, bare. Absolutely. And it looked like calligraphy, the trees. Yeah. And, and as I, you said, you said something beautiful before. It, it looks like a human body. Yes. Every tree without the leaves. The trees does. Even our fingers can look like, you know, calligraphy, like Allah, yeah. this Pakistani artist made uh, it. Yeah. He actually saw the can. I saw this. He came yeah. up with this. Mm. So calligraphy, the human body and trees is actually one. <laughs> That's how I see it. And then uh, I came back to my own country, of course, and I was very influenced by everything I saw around me. But most of all, I was very inspired by nature. Okay. Uh, because I believe that everything is a landscape. Yeah. 
we are in a landscape. So everything is either a landscape or an extension of it, or somehow, for me, um, alludes to or resonates with. It's lovely because literally every every piece of art you do, it has a landscape, but it's not Even the cliche. people, yeah. the new ones, which oh, nobody's seen, which but nobody's, only you have seen. I am lucky to have seen it. It's so wonderful. But I it was a landscape, do you remember? Yes, it is a landscape. It's Now I'm thinking about it. It's very smart. Because landscape can go to a category of cliché. But then you, that's what I'm saying, is that you bring it to live into a very a DNA that only Soraya has. The other day, by the way, I saw something in one of the um, exhibitions and something passed by and I knew it was you. So it's good, you have your own DNA and this landscape, do you, being now in Dubai, do you miss certain landscape or also for your landscape you can find a, a, an attractive landscape anywhere? Uh, I, I miss landscapes a lot, um, the greenery, but I feel like I carry them within me and now I'm seeing them in people because mm. during the pandemic we became very close, we became introverted, we weren't going out, weren't socializing. So I, I got to see things like, you know, I, I would go to the beach because I'm, I'm on a private island, Marjan. So it has a stunning sort of sea view, beach view, everything going. And uh, I, I got to see some mountains of Rasul Khaimah, Jabal Jazz. Yes. So I saw Jabal Jazz mountains. I'm seeing the sea. I'm seeing beautiful people bathing in the beach. And I'm thinking, that how, how does this all relate to each other? And what, what is the larger meaning behind it? Yes. And that's how I come at the tree forms again and again. Okay. But coming to what we were saying earlier about a new meaning to landscape. I remember when I was an art student, uh, one of the professors in the UK said that, you know, Landscape is so done and there's nothing new we can say because it's actually very boring and it's very safe. Mm. And I thought that, um, you know, okay, you have very traditional European landscape like Constable and Gainsborough, which is a perfect picture, light of and course. shade, a mountain, and maybe, you know, a horse carriage. But that's not just, that's very surface. Landscape is so much deeper and so many layers. I mean, there, there's nothing flat about it. Yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. ecology and it's transforming and it's it's... So I, I said I want to show people what landscape really means. That's actually wonderful. I, I, see, this is this is why I didn't send you any question because these are the things that I, I learned from, and I'm sure everyone is is exciting and op like an eye opening. Like for me now, it's it's incredible. Yeah, it's wonderful. And and um, so uh, uh, how when did you decided that okay, you studied art. It's fine. But when did you decide that this is a full-time job? And actually, it is full-time job. I mean, I know you work. If the other day we were chatting, it was late, and you were sort of like, oh, I'm, I'm working right now. So when when was like that call for an artist that you said, okay, this is what I'm going to do, and this is my call? Um, I think it was always something I, I loved doing, but I used to make it for myself. I, I didn't think about putting it out there in the market or putting it in a museum or gallery or showing yeah. with any banale. I didn't even really uh, understand that very much. I just thought, you know, I, I love making this and I, I have something I want to say. Yeah. And I can only say it through these paintings I'm making. And um, luckily I got a, a break in a group show in Pakistan in Karachi uh, at Unicorn. And it, it was actually like, you can say my debut show. Yeah. When and was that? It was, I think in 2009. Okay. So August right after graduation. Maybe just a little like a year after or so. But in between, I, I was offered a group show in, mm. in Dubai, which I think I gave one piece in. But it was, it was a very small group show by an Indian curator. 
and uh, she's still here actually she she's one of my sort of biggest supporters yeah and uh, so it started with like a, a small showing and no not any expectations no idea that what does this mean and um, different people spotted my work like art critics yeah. and they wrote about it the next day in very famous newspapers like dawn and uh, express tribune and friday yes. times and uh, it came here in khalij times and gulf news and i, I read these reviews and they were by very established art critics and uh, i was like wow these people are kind of uh, seeing what yeah, i'm trying to express exactly and and giving mm-hmm. so much more um, depth to it Amazing. and uh, so i i think that the public in a way made me it was not so much me with any kind of plan of being a full time artist i just love painting and drawing and okay. you know I, i i also have a degree in journalism so i thought i would write i like media yeah, studies there you go see and i was thinking that's what i'll do and i i love art i you know if i make it as an artist great if not uh, i'll still paint you know well you are making it now your your own life so that's congratulations 10 11 years <laughs> exactly so um you you participated in like you go beyond uh, lahore karachi and dubai you have uh, really an impressive uh, participation in very important uh, prominent Uh, um art uh, exhibitions fairs and and festivals tell me more about this which one you can tell me that it's it's uh, well the latest one i know i don't know i can say it or not but uh, exactly so but before that tell uh, me about your participation globally um so some of my exhibitions that really uh, got me notice were um, maybe between the years 2015 onwards that's mm-hmm. really when i started to i guess you can say make it and and come more prominently in the limelight and, and you had enough years to to yes. get be a mature as an artist yes. after graduation and also group shows and 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 had sort of been in people's collections and the word was spreading very organically and yeah. people were finding out but i think the real breakthrough moment was i had an exhibition at alhamra art gallery mm-hmm. uh, this is back in pakistan which is part of the like the, you can say the national museum of pakistan okay. the arts council oh good and uh, so after that i got um, one or two more offers and then somebody from the Pakistan government arts and culture section saw my work and they wrote to me and then they recommended me to the National Art Museum of China who was they were organizing a biennale okay and they said you know we think her work is very strong it has a voice and it's a mix of sort of um, you know skill as well as concept and uh, take a look and uh, then they extended an invite to me okay and uh, before that i had shown in the dhaka museum at the shilpaka yeah. academy in a group show but this was my second big sort of break in a in oh, a binali binali is is quite uh, it's very big and you've been you went there yes i went It's and after that i got invited twice <laughs> incredible and over there i collaborated with the chinese master I, i'm going to show you the video later and that's nice he he had these ideas about um, cosmos and relating to space and it was yes. very abstract and i believe that there is no such thing as abstract because everything is by its nature representational leading to of even if you are making something abstract you're very much making you're remaking um, something it's, it's not completely random it is very much relating to something you are trying to show of course so within that i just transformed his paintings a bit further to take out other elements of um maybe a calligraphy a cityscape mm. a landscape i think that's a good mix because y- you don't do abstract so you know you have your own idea of of uh, 
It's interesting oh. you say that because some people say that, oh, your work is abstract. And it's such a long debate because I actually blurred the lines. So people, some people say it's it's very much calligraphy. Other people it's say incredible it's... because people now relate a lot with the word abstract. Although abstract back in the days, it didn't last a long years. It was it was very short. What's like 20 years, 30 years of, uh, I, I think of a school of abstract, if I'm not mistaken? It doesn't depend on the country, though. It depends on the country. In Germany, was something, but I think it it stayed in within. You know, it, it arrived to France, but in France they called it the impression, um, uh, impressionism. I think. I but think the post impressionist. So impressionists were not very much into you know drawing. They used to work outdoor plane and exactly, directly respond yeah. to the light and shade. I still wouldn't call it abstract because they were very specifically drawing while they were painting, yeah, but drawing yeah. with brush. You don't have that sense of Renaissance where they were drawing with maybe sort of making the underdrawing and then building it layer by layer rather Mm -hmm. they kept going and building layer upon layer with light and color but uh i think i think some of these it's it's very hard to say these distinctions are it's you you sort of it's interdisciplinary it's a bit political right you don't know which area and then it's like stop putting me in a box this is what i do (laughs) especially because a lot of times my work has been described as pioneering um sort of um not easily fitting into any category much better (laughs) <laughs> so in a way I like to think I'm doing something new yeah but uh, it's definitely not abstract um, it's maybe not figurative the the work that people have seen so far mm-hmm. but it is not abstract because it is very specifically about something absolutely in fact about real locations you can go there um, you know to Marjan Island Jabal Jazz you can go to uh, Clifton Beach Karachi yeah. you can go to uh, the defense area of Lahore and see those trees in the winter without leaves, uh, cantonment area and so on. So it's it's landscape, but from that, hundreds and thousands of stories of about us and our lives. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So um, do you... Um, now, how do you see yourself as an artist changing? in a, Or have you changed? Uh, since you really like start to be a full-time artist here in Dubai it's a, we live in a place where it's incredibly uh, uh, um, it's incredibly innovative and it's very quick and, and and people here adopt every day we adopt something new because it's a place where where innovation is is like a is a, is a DNA part of the DNA for an artist like many artists some, some artists for example live in a city like London or Paris or Milan or Lahore all their life because this is a set that is a thousand years old and this is what I living in Dubai I think it's challenging correct me if I'm wrong for an artist because you have to follow up with your clientele with your ambience with the streets around you because if you live in a street today tomorrow there will be something completely new built on that street have you changed throughout this year with the changing in Dubai is it is it something was negative, positive, or it's neutral because you you were uh, true to yourself all the way? Uh, I I think um, so. Since last year, I've seen my work develop further and and become even more experimental than before. And I think uh, so. It's it's a mix of living here, of course, where you're exposed to so many different nationalities and uh, different backgrounds, people with um, different ideas, different experiences, and, and of course, different skin tones. Yeah. Now, for me as an artist, I'm obviously visual. And that's one of the first things I notice is their features and their, you know, lovely tones and which part is, is brighter and more of lit course. and which falls into shade and so on. And uh, then with pandemic, I was stuck at home like everybody else. And as an artist, you're slightly more introverted anyways, because you 
spend that much more time at home of or, or with yeah. yourself because painting is a solitary activity. Absolutely. Never done in a sort of, I mean, you can do it in a group, but essentially it's a solitary yes. activity. <laughs> so um, I kind of studied people more. Yeah. Uh, I, I did some cityscapes and drawings off to buy in black and white and pen and ink and, and so on to get the to understand the building's shape. Yes. But what I loved was the people I met in Dubai because, you know, with the building, it, it doesn't move. Yes. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> so, Still. <laughs> so with the people, because of the humanness, yes. uh, the lines were more fun and free and flowy. Mm. And then to paint their different skin tones. And then I was watching more of TV because obviously the pandemic. So I started watching a little bit of mm. something that I felt a little bit hurt by was a little bit of racist stuff on TV that I saw. Yeah. Um, you know, with the attacks on Asians and then attacks on before that the George the news Floyd was thing not, well, the, I think for me personally, sorry to interrupt, but the, during the pandemic, I I grew up I grew up personally. I it took me time to think and rethink things. But the news, elements. but the news was bad. Yes, the news were really bad. bad was, China stuff. was not going well. Uh, Asia was not going well. And people Some, experiencing it, racism in America was yes. It it was very heartbreaking, and this affected me personally because obviously I'm Asian. And I'm a colored person and then I'm a woman. So I had to think about issues like what does it mean to be colored? What You're does right. it mean to be of a certain gender? What does it mean to be born in a certain religion? How are you labeled? So once I started thinking about these larger issues, I, I started making faces of uh, like hybrid, like the yeah, image yeah. I showed you. You know, it, it could be somebody who's Asian. He could be African. It could be a mix and, of and different. Everyone will see this. The distortion is beautiful. It's Thank a, you. It seems like it's a personal um, reflection on, on, on something. Uh, it feels very personal for me because, you know, Emma, at the end, I mean, this is something we do think about whether we discuss it with friends or alone, that what is my ethnic background? What is my nationality? Where do I come from? What, how do I see myself? Do I see myself as a person of so-and-so ethnic background or lineage were my ancestors really from the same country that I'm yes, representing so issues of identity are in our mind especially now that we're so aware and the yeah. world is global but that's a, that's a good way of saying it because I had this discussion right before in a meeting it's true now we are actually very open and we discuss it a lot is it good to discuss it a lot or to act upon it much better because yes I see that we discuss a lot racism uh, women issues, uh, discrimination against everything. We have phobia for everything, but we're now relaxed to speak about it. It is becoming like a, an influencer, a hashtag thing that people. Do you, do you agree on that? As an artist, because you you observe more than someone else's. Like I know people that they say now, oh, it opened my eyes. But an artist, it, it, his the eyes of an artist is always more open, more uh, you know, you like sponge. As you said, you, your artist is, is something very solitary and then and, and you stay with yourself. Now, as an artist, have you felt that now people are speaking about the labels, etc.? It affects you. Uh, you become more under the, the spotlight as a woman, as a, an, an Asian woman living in a, in, in a different country, etc. Or it helped you as an artist, helped your artwork to be more in public now because public are open to it. Uh, so for me, I mean, I think I think these conversations are still very young um, and, and we have a very long way to go. But I am happy we are talking about it because I do believe the first step is awareness. That's education is, yes. you know, and, and the more we sort of educate people that maybe something they're saying or doing is a little misogynistic. Yes. Or maybe they aired a, 
a, a racist uh, view without even realizing subconsciously a stereotype. Maybe they have a stereotype of that, course. oh, you know, such and such nationality looks like this or, you know, that that's naturally they will tan more or their eyes are always like that because they are born into, you know. Yes, yes. So these are all racial stereotypes and essentially we have to first address them to change them. Of course. And that's exactly what the new series is about and I wish I could show it a little sooner than, than the project that I'm working towards. You are and it, this will make a, make a difference. It's beautiful, so? by the way. Congratulations. Thank you. I, and it came from a landscape. <laughs> and I feel, I feel bad for everyone because they can't see it right oh, now. Yeah. But it came, no, no, the landscape. I mean, you open up but now I want to go back and see all your artwork because I think I will see more and I will understand more about Soraya in through her landscapes because I thought I thought about I know it's present and I had a question in mind but then now speaking to it knowing you I know where that landscape is coming and everyone would know this this is why it's, it's very exciting uh, people sometimes see uh, symbols in my work like they look at a forest painting and the more they stare at it the more they'll say oh you know we see we see like a creature like um, sort of form we see something that looks like you know maybe possibly like a you know a bird in the background we see different sort of animals and mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. and you know when you're painting some of it is planned but a lot of it is also very spontaneous yes and it, the work can even surprise you because it's yeah. capturing complexities and development and growth of course. So. That's, uh, that brings me to this question. Yes, there's a lot, many, uh, many things that comes to an artist as a spontaneous, but you do sell art. Do you think of the commercial aspect of some of your artworks before uh, showcase them so that you can sell them maybe easier or you don't care? You know, this is my DNA. I don't change because some artists now they, they have an artist management, for example, an artist manager and say, listen, yes. I, we've seen from the other show that this sells more. So if you continue it, do you do you do that? Uh, After starting to sell more your art, did you did the commercial uh, like uh, businesswoman got into your way in the middle of or no? You're still like an artist is something and a businesswoman is something. Uh, well, because you, you know, I'm sorry to just to interrupt you before you, you your answer. Because business is in your blood. I mean, your father now I know that he's a businessman, and your mother works in art. So, it's not new for you to sell something, right? A quality, a passion. So, did it affect your artwork? Uh, I have never really thought that you know my this series, for instance, the landscapes, the calligraphy landscapes, sell very well. So I will only continue to do this. I, I will continue to do it so long as it's authentic to me and represents what I'm thinking and who I am mm. and what I'm trying to communicate. But say I decide to switch completely to maybe doing a Persian style miniature because I want to convey a book manuscript style message, yes. then I will adopt that medium or, okay. or that subject. I, I'm very flexible that way. But coming to sales, uh, in, in a way, I think um, any commercial side of it, I just give it to the gallery I work with. And I tell them, you deal with this. Okay. And I'll just stand and watch. And if somebody calls me, I'll give you a number. All right. You know, nice okay. knowing okay. you. <laughs> so it's actually nice because you don't have any of that market stuff directly affecting you yeah, because yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. being a dealer. Yes, I mean, course. if I started acting like one, then I won't be able to produce art. Of course. And we should let curators and gallery managers and all do their job because they're professionals. Yes. And we should do our job because... That's do, they, do they implement their own sometimes rules and, and, and wishes? Not say rules, but you know. So... Did you have this before and you were like, okay, no, this is too much no no never maybe yes uh, once or twice I may have heard when I was a student in London I was doing some figure drawings and you know over there the human body is considered that you have to practice it even if you want to do landscape yeah, or yeah. cityscape so I was working with some you know 
as it's considered the human form or nudity. Yes. But it was not really something that was dirty or scandalous because it's it's like a medical it's student. It's a medical student. Exactly. When you're a medical student, you have to work with the human form and cut up those bodies Absolutely. because you have to Absolutely. Probably learn. seeing it and drawing it is much better than this, the, the, the medical student. So, <laughs> so I was asked not to maybe show that and I wanted to show it, but then that's fine. I understand every country has its own of sort course. of sensibility yeah. and, and different um, yeah, yeah. sort of um, reasons behind. Of course, yeah. yeah. But the, I've never really been, I've never experienced any kind of uh, censorship or having to change myself or even the galleries I've worked with have been wonderfully supportive and also very good and very experienced with working with artists. Tell me about the art scene in Dubai, since we're speaking about galleries. Uh, do you find the right support? Did you find it difficult for a woman in general to have more support system? And do we have st enough uh, representations or events, etc.? I think it's very upcoming. It yeah. It's very upcoming. But then uh, it's also very new. But then because the country is new in a way that the, the city and the, and the galleries are new. And uh, the, you, you can say that the history, when it gets a, a little older, when it touches like a, a 50, 70 year mark. Of course. Of just the art history yeah, yeah, documented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have the you. master artists and their retrospectives and the museum you. shows and then mm. the mid-career and so on. Then we can probably be in a better position to look back and, and think about the whole thing and talk about it and say where does it stand in the greater uh, art history sort of, of course, timeline. Yeah. Uh, but for now, it's we're young and it's it's more like, you know, let's go with it and let's develop it and then yes. in the future look back at it. Of course. But you'll be one of the pioneers who lived here for like a longer time, hopefully. And... and uh, but do you think there are enough events to represent uh, emerging uh, artists and and uh, and artists like yourself who who have uh, uh, at least a decade behind them in in working with art? Do you have still re enough representations to public? Leave the the COVID, uh, the post COVID, and but in general, do, have you seen it changed throughout the years that you've been here in the UAE? Oh yeah, it's so definitely events. growing non-stop. It was growing at a very rapid pace, but then I think now with COVID, uh, I think things maybe have changed because we cannot have get-togethers yes. of more than uh, 50 people. How many people? 70, I think, now? I thought 50. Depends the space. And then we have to be socially distanced. Yes. And we have to sometimes book an appointment because the gallery can only accommodate a certain number of, of course, things. Of course, of course, of course. Reasons, yeah. municipal. And now you can't if you're not vaccinated. And this is yeah, Tashki, for example, you have to be vaccinated to be visit and yeah. visiting. So, and then some people are now viewing it on their phones and on their laptops. They're doing virtual tours. How do you think of virtual? We spoke about this, but it's very <laughs> important. <laughs> you should talk about that, Ahmed. How do I, you feel about you, virtual tours? I, I care, and they care about your opinion. I talk enough. <laughs> so, no. What do you think of virtual tours and virtual events in art, especially in art? Uh, well, like, like we were talking about earlier, <laughs> I I didn't. I don't enjoy it as much as I enjoy real life flesh to flesh physical. Thank you. Because uh, because the medium changes and yes. it becomes a photograph and it becomes flat. Like imagine seeing a sculpture. Yeah. It's three D. It's like yes. you go around it, you walk around Absolutely. it, and it's a flat photo of just the front. And then you have to click next image for the back, and next image side, and next image left side. Exactly. It's not it's, the it same. It looks like Instagram as well. <laughs> yes. You know. And even the but the colors are different. Like I can see that your work is different in real life because you have you have strong colors and we have to speak about your colors because you you have I love colors i know but and you, it's it's a very uh, subcontinental thing how can you, you know have in that the region right they color? love colors yeah exactly yeah. so you have strong colors i can't see your 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 uh, uh, most of your artwork 
I can't see it like only visual, like what kind of camera and lens will take the right uh, depth? Because again, if you speak of a landscape, landscape is all about depth. Mm. How can you see depth through a lens? Um, and, and one problem I had, um, so I went through a series where I did some purple landscapes. Every time somebody was photographing them, they would look bluish. Yeah. I don't know why the purple was turning blue in the photograph and I'm standing there and I said I've made these colors with my own hands. I know they're purple. I know different shades of purple. From purple purple Thailand. looks blue in, on, a, on, a, on, a, on a lens. So that's but do you know there was this particular shade of orange I made which was a lot of yellow and a hint of red. So it was actually more yellow and that photographed as red. There and you do you know I had a, a green painting, a dark green painting that was photographing it was a very dark emerald sort of deepest and it was photographing black and I've worked with top photographers of this country who've done for magazines and and who do brochures and, and no one can get it right, get it right it's right? always either heightened saturated brightened or reduced but never because, accurate uh, I can understand because it depends the light and depends so we agree on we agree on that hopefully we will go through big like events come, we'll be back we're not going even back even the details are small leaves because Absolutely. you look at the whole painting but also sometimes you have your little touch with, with the like a, 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 a little dots the little dots like in those lovely. girls exactly. the painting like the I showed you, you their skin is supposed to glow it's those little dots I made with oil paints are little pointed and you see strokes. even the extra extra color that is you know dry on, on the canvas and uh, and the idea that again to go to a, a gallery and maybe meet the artist if you go to the opening or you live the same place it's so exciting so i understand the the the, the difficulties we had the past year but I, honestly i didn't go to any gallery that they had oh by the way we're doing an event virtually i didn't get it and so uh, sorry one last thing you know Emma, a painting is actually a living thing because it's pigment cotton is linen is canvas yes. and the paints the pigments also age you know, True. paintings get darker right. with time. That's yeah. why some of those old masters paintings need to be um, uh, conservation mm -hmm. and, and you, they need to be sort of preserved. But uh, so a painting is a living thing. You can't experience it as a still perfect photograph. Like it it will evolve time. with you. With with time and with you, absolutely. And it will with age. The, with, with age. Uh, and we, age very beautifully because oil paintings, like, it's like fine wine, you know, it gets just like beautiful. Yes. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Uh, Soraya, what's your... Uh, your targets artistically what's your aim you did you do you have like um a dream that you want to to achieve as an artist it would be wonderful to one day be considered a master yeah that's that's wonderful that's amazing and you this, this i think you can because you work hard but do you, do, there is something you can never predict when that would happen there are artists who work for 40 50 years and there are artists who are literally mid-career 20 year experience and they're having a retrospective and they declare it living masters so it's very unpredictable absolutely, absolutely. It's, it's not like a regular job where you know there's a hierarchy and you get yeah, promoted and yeah, you top the ladder and this is the top position and it takes 5 10 15 years you I cannot predict i couldn't agree more i couldn't agree more. and the public make you so I'll call you a master. So you'll start with this, and then. But uh, do you, do you, um, do you, do you have like an event or something that you wish to do, or a piece uh, that you, maybe at the moment is difficult to do, like or something that you say, okay, this is I wanted to do, like or or I don't know. Uh, this new series, uh, the ones that I showed you some images of, this these. Everyone are will hate us because I only saw. You're the only one, yeah. and and Mark, two of it's you. True. 
And uh, so um, th- this series, I want to develop as sculptures. Mm-hmm. I want to develop it as 3D. I want to develop these as drawings as well as different ways of experiencing it. So you, you're actually living with it and it's it's immersive without being something that's projected on a screen. Yes. I mean, I love immersive shows. I, I adore them. They're my favorite. But I would love to experience real life and, and to have these artworks that you're engaging with. That's actually very lovely. Yeah. yeah and you're engaging good. with them and they're around you and you can walk around them and you can look at them from different angles and of see course. the detail. So I'd like to do some fiberglass sculptures and work in, in, in cast and That's work in different nice. mediums. And for that, I would need a much larger studio than my current one because my studio is perfectly set up for painting, for drawing, and maybe if I do a small miniature, but not for sculpture yet. Okay, so that, that comes next. That actually comes next. Yeah. And the sculpture is, going, is very challenging because if you want to go large with scale, then yes. you, need, uh, you need mediums and you need a lot of trial and error. Absolutely. Did you visit a place where you thought that, oh, I would, I would love, I would die to have a, a studio here if I come here on holiday and I just work and a surrounding or something. Uh, some country, some place that you think that. Well, Paris is absolutely amazing. We went to see uh, Museum Louvre or Orsay Museum, or we didn't go to Giverny, but I really want to see Claude Monet's house and studio yeah, yeah. and those water lilies. But if one had something around there, my God, sensational. Yeah. You know, you'd be you would... nonstop. Anybody would turn into an artist there. <laughs> so much no, inspiration. This is because easy for you because you're an artist, full-time artist. But uh, yes, I can understand. France is, is very, is very, uh, especially the places where they did the, the this, uh, the Monet was outside Paris and you have the waters and then the canals, and etc. south of France, Côte d'Azur, yeah. where Cézanne worked. Absolutely. Or any, oh. In Nice. Yes. There's a lot of work for Cézanne in, in Nice. And I think Van Gogh worked there also because he was briefly visiting. He moved to France. He moved to France, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He moved to. He died in France. Mm, I think I thought back in his hometown, but I, I didn't know he died. Someone in died in France. Someone moved from there. Probably all the impressions because they were from there. <laughs> <laughs> Soraya, it's um, um, as a woman, okay, and uh, and a very independent, strong woman as an artist. Do you see that there is still work to do within the women artist community? Very, very much. Actually, I think now more than ever, there's there's um, there are platforms for women artists, and there is a kind of um, awareness that. Historically, at museums, you yes. see the great master artists. Absolutely. Very few muse- uh, women master artists, Correct. you know, like maybe Artemisia and maybe Mary Cassatt and maybe Frida Kahlo and maybe um, Which came Giorgio a- after. Kifi and so yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you look at the time of Renaissance and so on, there was a lot of patriarchy even back then, Absolutely, you know. Absolutely, yeah. So the, the women were literally at, supposed to be at home with the kids and not, not paint and not have. Also, uh, they were still, especially the. Uh, 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 there was a lot of uh, after the during the the Roman Empire, uh, women were really uh, like used or the Virgin Mary as a as a as a like a, a, a sacred image, a sacred image, or, or or a goddess, but a sexualized sort of sexual, object, exact, objectified. As an objectified. It was so just terrible. two two extremes, isn't mm, that? Mm, so mm, um, so, so sin, I, sin and a sinner is always a, right. a, a, absolutely historically it's always existed as a kind of very popular theme. But I think now uh, there's more awareness that there's, we need to have more female representation. Yes. So I think there are opportunities that are coming up and, and there will be more that will come up. How come I see more artists, more and more artists from Pakistan and India and Bangladesh uh, in the art scene more than, more than males? How is it? Is it me or is it true? 
Uh, but this is also good because tell me about the support system in your family culturally because I, all the women I, I've met and they're amazing and they all say oh our family my husband my dad were very supportive yeah. it's incredible uh, always been the, the case I, I think I don't know about other people's families I yes. can't say <laughs> but I think that um, you know in, in Pakistan they love beautiful things yes the, uh, I think because the politics and real life is slightly um not not so beautiful a bit on the ugly a bit um yeah. a, a bit cynical a bit depressing so th- their their love for beauty and beautiful things is very strong so they're very open and very receptive and uh, art is art is thriving there and so is music and so is anything things to do with culture you know people are writing a lot there and and it's um it's a society that's going through its own transition and, and uh, always been in transition as well yes, right yes. because there's because it's a new country also isn't exactly. it exactly it's very young it's not even 100 it's 70 plus or yes, something yes yes so but the region is very is, is very it's old, old. Yeah. It's old. D- does it annoy you sometimes the representations or the misconception of uh, uh, your country uh, abroad uh, like about women rights and women creativity etc and and do you think it's it's also changing uh i haven't ever really experienced any kind of direct misconceptions but i suppose i have heard things like oh are you a very um exceptional case of pakistani woman there you go. That, or you don't see? seem like a typical pakistani mm, woman mm, or are you mm, from mm, a very liberated with pakistani yeah, home exactly. or something although in, in pakistan you 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 actually are are very like it, as you said it's it's a society that's changing but through this age a young age of uh, of of of, of the, the country the society been through more liberal uh, phases than than religiously uh, uh, complications let's say I, i think i mean you know pakistan is is a really a hybrid of so many different very, cultures very. we have very strong arab influence there's exactly. indian influence there's yeah. persian influence there's turkish influence Correct. and then you even get uzbek and kazakh and different Correct. So you cannot put it in a box. I mean, of course we are Islamic Republic, but even within it we are so mixed, you know, different yeah. ethnicities, Punjabi, Baloch, Sindhi, yes. they have their own culture, their own languages. So I really think it's it's uh, I mean, what is Pakistani? That's another session we will That's do. That's another session. No, <laughs> but I, yeah, absolutely. But it's as I told you, I think uh, this is also one of the things that I would like to Uh, uh, to highlight or I hope it uh, just changes for me it changes for someone else and they, they say if you if you change someone else's opinion you already made a change in the world and it's so lovely that I, I meet strong women from from uh, Pakistan from India from Bangladesh and in you're so expressive and so full of life and full of passion and it's really amazing thank you now um, what's when can we see you Uh, live in exhibition there is any exhibition planned in in Dubai for Soraya or the UAE uh not yet but maybe we can yes uh i i'm working on some new pieces and because these are oil paintings they're taking a bit longer to dry so nowadays i'm just in my studio every day uh, making work for the binale which will be launched on my website i'll announce the dates and the yes. times and all the info officially and um so i'm just at my studio painting every day and never really satisfied with it because i feel like i i just uh that's why you work no stop <laughs> maybe maybe i just feel like um you know I, i don't know i i don't think i can ever really be satisfied when i'm work, work. how can anybody be satisfied with their work when you're an artist to, i know it's you possible can? I, you do, I like do you feel like this is the best and that's it i'm stopping here 
Or you, do you feel like you can keep going with it, keep transforming it, changing it? Keep transforming it to a certain point because I think uh, uh, it's diff- I know artists and painters, etc., and photographers, it's different because you care more about the details than the big image. And for me, what I do in communications, I do PR, I do... I see the big picture because mm-hmm. I, like, I work for you usually. You know, I work with creatives. So I do see the big picture because this year is where I can help you to stop and present it. But I know artists have a different eye. They look at the angles and they look at the dots and they look at the... So, yeah, no, that's... Yeah. You're, 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 what, you're, what you said is, is yeah, it's... Uh, like, it never I think really feels complete, you know? Uh, yeah. any, any work, I mean, even if people come along and they say, oh, it's, it's we love it, it's stunning, <clears throat> just want to buy it right now, you know, the gallery wants to put it up, somebody wants to write about it. You still look at it and you, you're not sure if it's complete. And there's this... I watched an interview of this artist. I think this best sums it up. Uh, Lucien Freud was asked about his retrospective and he was showing some of his earlier works. And he, somebody asked him, how do you feel about it? He said, you know, I, I look back at my old work and it feels, you know, more naive or yes. if not naive then more ignorant yeah. because I was more ignorant back then of course and of I course. think that's what we go through with time and age we look yeah. back and we sing oh my old work and there's some people who only who love your old work more than your new one absolutely so art is subjective some absolutely. people absolutely. you know like different strokes to different folks you know have you, yeah that's a nice way to say it uh, have you tried have you thought about giving classes uh, I did to um, in Rasakama uh, a bit yes mm. And I, I did to uh, the royal family, um, and uh, now in Dubai I haven't yet, but I was approached by the American University in Rack for a summer workshop, which uh, I think that might be something we implement maybe a bit later this year. As did maybe you like it? Uh, I was actually supposed to structure it. <laughs> they gave me the sort of carte blanche, and they said, take it in whatever direction you like, and set yeah. it, and build the curriculum I have taught art before I've taught intensive drawing and painting I've also taught history of art and calligraphy but um, right now at this point I feel like teaching is a commitment and I don't want to do it in a flirtatious way I want to do it as a commitment of course of course so because I'm working for a specific project I I know I cannot give that time and commitment so I don't want to be unfair and and take on a project um, teaching uh, when I cannot give my students my full right now course, but th- this would probably just be for another month or so that i'm sort of working like this for a project well, and, and then i will have more time good luck with that uh, just one of the questions that i forgot to ask do you do you know or do you gather enough and you communicate with other women artists in dubai do you have a quite a few actually i'm connected to so many of them and there's so many who find me and message me on um, Instagram or through my website it's wonderful and through my website they discover me and mostly they ask me if I'm teaching art um, Mm. or they ask me if I'm having any zoom classes and then some of them want to show me their work and get feedback and uh, it's nice but I I feel like you know they should distrust their own judgment and go and just um, you know sort of maybe work more on drawing and drawing keep going until you know they're satisfied not quite satisfied but until they feel their hand is more free you know yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, but one thing i will say to anybody who does sort of contact me for advice that please also draw the human form uh, no matter even if you want to practice abstract or, or cityscape even but please don't think that you know this is something i should completely ignore because your your um, knowledge understanding and your technical skills must be complete and high of course. you should have worked in all different subject matters 
even if you don't professionally uh, draw or paint it, but you have to dabble in it to understand it. Of course. Fantastic. Thank you. Suraya, I, uh, I enjoyed every minute with you. You are a wonderful person and I had no doubt. I cannot wait to show the world more about the next project, but also many other projects. Thank you so much for m having the time, making the time to be here with me today. And I promise everyone I will come visit you at the studio and we'll do a video uh, 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 talk where you will, uh, you will tell me more and I'll, I'll, I'll get you in action. Anyway, you work all the time, so. Um, would you like to say one last word to your, the, the, new, the, the new people who will discover you, but also your uh, following and, and to, the, to the art world or to the world, whatever, it's, it's yours. Thank, thank you so much, first of all, Emily, for having me, and thank you for being such a wonderful listener and uh, such inspiring company, and, and you really uh, got me talking. <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to say to anybody who will be seeing my work, uh, if you are seeing it online, I mean, I would recommend try to see it in real life. It, it, it's, just, it's just more it's more engaging and meaningful. But if you are seeing it online, please try and look at images of trees, especially when they shed their leaves in winter and it's just forms. And then try and look at your fingers and then look at calligraphy images and then look at my work and uh, try and see the connections. I, I, I think you might see what I'm trying to say. It's like a, a chain and a flow. That's actually, which I will do right away. I told you now there is a different... That's absolutely true. And you will give me also your opinion about here at Foundry, the third exhibition at the moment. And you will choose uh, an art piece and, uh, and, uh, and you will tell us uh, what do you think. We'll have your, the, the opinion of the master. Looking forward to it. <laughs> Suraya, thank Student you. through life. Student, exactly. Well, it's the best school. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much, Suraya. Pleasure. Um, I was, uh, uh, thank you everyone for listening to my uh, podcast with my beautiful guest, Suraya. And you will have all the information, of course, on uh, the account Talkative with Ahmed. I wish you all a safe journey. Uh, be kind, be generous, share your knowledge. Do art, make art and express yourself any way make past. awkward art make it, make art that appears or feels ignorant but make it with your hands don't use machines um that's how you learn we've all made art that we 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 find awkward that we find silly that we find somehow and uh, not quite perfect you know in, in terms of the form but, but what is perfect that's actually that those are some of our strongest pieces when you look back at your portfolio of work you realize those are your strongest pieces couldn't agree more and i couldn't add anything more be safe uh, peace and so much so much love this is Ahmed from Talkative with Ahmed with Suraya well uh, see you next time and stay tuned for more information about Suraya bye bye <laughs>